Travelers, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Universe. Yeah. A podcast about all things nerd. I am one of your hosts, Cousin T, a.k.a. Thomas. I am your co-host, Teenality, Tony. And uh, this week, holy shit balls. We're going to talk about The Mandalorian. God, it was good. So good. <laughs> it was so good. That second season made it so much better. So before we go any further with uh, tonight's discussion, um, if anyone listening has not watched or caught up on all of season two, including the finale that... Uh, Aired today, right? It, well, aired today, but if by the time you're listening to this, will have been this past Friday. Yeah, true. Um, true. So a couple of days ago. So we're giving you guys a couple of days to catch up on this, but there are spoilers in this you, episode. You definitely Big should spoilers. watch it. <clears throat> if you're watching our podcast before The Mandalorian, awesome, but why? <laughs> 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be cool if people were listening to our podcast before they watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, watch it. Don't watch this episode until you've watched The Mandalorian because we will talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't have a Mandalorian yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. If, if you haven't watched the finale of season two of The Mandalorian, tune out right now. Yeah. There is no reason for you to watch any further or listen any further. We're done here. Just turn it off. Just. <laughs> turn it, just You've been warned. Turn it off. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. Yeah, now we can talk about it, and you can't roast us in the comments. You had a, you had a <laughs> chance to turn it off. You had a chance. Um, but holy shit, what a series it's been over the last two years. For the record, Cousin T over here stood up and watched the whole episode <laughs> on his feet. He was oh, yeah. so excited, he couldn't sit down. Yeah, I, I might have made some claims to some things. Like, I thought um, Grand Admiral Thrawn might show up during the uh, one of the battle sequences. In you had the, to pause it so you can make your claim before yep. we got to the end. Yep, we, we were only about 10 minutes in, 11 mm-hmm. minutes in, and I, I had to make a claim before it ended. And uh, I, I was wrong, but uh, we're not, we're not going to talk about what that claim was just yet. We'll get we'll get to okay, that point okay. because although I was wrong is disappointing, what made me wrong made me so happy. <laughs> I feel like the second season did a perfect job of answering all the questions I had from the first season. Yeah, there was the first season really got me hooked. 
I mean, there, but there was you were a like, lot of what's going on. There was a lot of like who planetary are these guys? And character development in, in stage one, like introducing people. Yeah, like although some of them kind of uh, came and went very quickly. Um, I forget the. But it kind of leaves you wondering still: who is this person actually? Like, is this so and so, or is this, you know, like was it Yoda? We all wanted to know: is that Yoda? From the very beginning, and then you kind of start piecing things together, and you're like, "Okay, well, it it can't it, it be can't Yoda. be Yoda because they're, <laughs> they're technically alive at the same time." So yeah. to call him Baby Yoda is like okay, because we only know that Yoda's uh, species is just the Yoda species. I don't believe it has an actual species name in the Star Wars. But even world. by the end of the second season, you're still left wondering: like, is it Baby Yoda? Can it be Yoda's baby? And then boom, they, they <laughs> drop that. I love the way, like, they brought very little attention. They're like, oh, yeah, Grogu and I can, like, sense each other's thoughts. You're just like, oh, that's his name. They didn't make, like, a huge deal yeah, out of it. they like, kind of, one time, here's his name, but if you blink, yeah, you're going to miss it. But everyone at the same time was just like, his name is Grogu? <laughs> yeah, th- there was definitely that moment, but at the same time, like, the, the way that... Um, Rosario Dawson's delivery of like, oh yeah, Grogu and I can sense Grogu, each other's yeah. thoughts. She's like, no big deal. I know his name. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, you didn't know it's Grogu. What have you been calling? Yeah, it? <laughs> it's like, oh, you spent all this time with him. I know his name. What about you? <laughs> uh, oh man, it was so good. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. But this this finale, the way that they they wrapped everything up, tied up some loose ends, but also left. A lot of doors wide open. Well, they don't only want two seasons, you know. They yeah. they got it. They're gonna keep it going for sure. Yeah. But, um, but a great job of ending the second season. I I'm gonna do it before we get to ten minutes into this episode because there's no way I can hold back for another three minutes. I'm like, what can I say and what can't I say in the beginning of the episode? <laughs> I'm like, we, we already said that there's going to be spoilers, so, but do we just put it all out there? Uh, well, 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 I'll give you a brief synopsis of how this episode went down, and Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, but we start with um, Boba Fett and Din and DJ meeting up with uh, the Night Owls in some sort of cantina talking about a plan. Um, DJ and Boba talk to Bo-Katan about the plan to move forward, and he knows where Moff Gideon is. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yep, I'm totally in. And then it moves to a dogfight coming out of hyperspace as they approach Moff Gideon's cruiser. And Great idea. Which yeah, great great idea. Come out of hyperspace in a fight and yeah, know, make it seem like you're an imperial set up the uh, transport ship in need of rescue. Yeah, for sure. It's great, great writing, great planning. Um, but we get onto uh, Gideon's star cruiser after mm-hmm. uh, Boba Fett seems to jump off into hyperspace, but reappears out of nowhere. Apparently. <laughs> um, Watching the slave go through hyperspace is yeah beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> God, slave one, such a dope ship. I, I'm surprised he didn't get a paint uh, a makeover paint job on the on the slave one when he got his armor mate repainted in Mako. Yeah, at least he still has a ship. 
Yeah, that's oh, oh man, that Ouch, hurts. But... That fucking hurts. That one fucking hurts. Oh, sorry, Mando. Ah, oh. oh, R.I.P. Razor Crest. <laughs> that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Um, but the build up to all of the things that happened in this series finale today, from um, the the, the Mudhorn and trying to get the egg for the uh, for the Jawas. Yep. To digging the pearl out for the Tuscan Raiders, recovering Boba Fett's armor, meeting Cara Dune. We got to see oh the fight with the Sand People. Yeah, <laughs> and then we got to see you know Carl Weathers, motherfucking Apollo Creed. You know, just not only crush in uh, the Star Wars acting world, but uh, he directed one of the episodes also. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, don't remember exactly which one off the top of my head, and I apologize for that. Sorry about that, guys. Just one episode? You just kind of yeah, guessed? Yeah, like they, they've been kind of like rotating through different directors um, throughout the course of this series. I didn't even know that. And uh, <clears throat> Carl Weathers got the direct. I think it was the, the he got the direct the first episode that he reappears in in the second season. Okay. For as confusing as that sounded. <laughs> Um, but his, he reappeared in the second season. Yeah, for his first reappearance the first in the time. second season, he got to direct that episode, I believe. Which was which one? Um, When's the first time we saw him again? No, 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 no. It's it, he. The, he uh, Mando shows back up on the planet. His ship's all like beaten to hell after like going to that uh, water planet. And yep. like basically fish, <clears throat> fixing his ship with like fishing line and net and stuff, so he he flies back and meets up with Kara and uh, and Grief Karga to like actually get his ship worked on, and that's how he ends up getting the tracking beacon put on, and how Moff Gideon finds yeah. him, and how the child ends up getting taken. By the, I told I you guys there were so many <laughs> so many spoilers. The beginning of that episode, as soon as you see that repair guy light up, you know, and they're like, fix He's the ship. Like, oh, you know, I, I want all my best people fixing it. He's like, oh, I'll fix it. Oh, and I got you. I was like, oh, that guy's going to oh, yeah. fuck some shit up. It's a trap, <laughs> you know, straight fucking yeah. Admiral Akbar style. Disney's good at like, here's a... Here's oh a little yeah, foreshadow, they you know? love sprinkling that shit in there like that. <laughs> this little mechanic you haven't seen before. Well, <laughs> well, guess what? He's gonna fuck some shit up. Tracking beacon. <laughs> oh man, so so good. Moff Gideon though, great job. And the, the, the casting for that I think was perfect because he played the the bad guy in Breaking Bad. Breaking also. Bad, yeah. That's... Oh, I for, I forget his actual name as a. Hold on, let me. Uh, I should have looked it up before the podcast because I always we, do as well. We both but, should have. And but he will horrible. always be the leader in Breaking Bad. This is why. <laughs> this is why we need um, that is some a producer, acting. Some, someone that I can do all the things that I'm doing right now. Someone we can look at like Joe Rogan style. Yeah. Say, hey, <laughs> Jamie, you know, Jamie tell me this. or um, <laughs> Drew, the producer who does. Um, uh, thank the maker and uh, Page Avenue crew. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Mando. I mean, I have a robot behind us. Moff Gideon. Its name's Google, but yeah. But what's it, the fuck is his name in real life? I don't know, but he uh, he ran the chicken. Fast food chicken chain 
in uh, Breaking Bad. Yes, yeah, you were you were absolutely right with that. Damn, um, was that an intense role? Giancarlo Esposito. There you go. Yep, that's his name. Sorry, sorry about that. Great actor. We're, we're still new to this, and <laughs> we smoked a lot of weed and drank a bunch of beer before this, trying to uh, record. I'm bad with names, anyways. New, uh, yeah, I am too. Super bad with names. Good with faces. I was like, oh, he was in Breaking Bad and a bunch yeah, of right. other stuff. <laughs> I got that much. Anyways, um, the, him with the dark saber, great role. <laughs> yeah, just like waving it over the child. Just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, he kind of oh, teases, oh, oh, oh. teases little baby Yoda there. <laughs> but I thought what he did in um, seeing past. Like he he totally saw what everyone's plan was going to be, and was just like, "Oh, he was always two steps ahead." Yeah, but like he plays chess. <laughs> I don't think he foresaw the coming. And you know, we've made it past ten minutes now, so now I'm going to say something. I don't think <laughs> he foresaw the surprise appearance of Luke fucking Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, Showing up at the end of this episode. Did anybody though? Like, <laughs> I mean, my my guess at the beginning, like I talked about, was I thought Grand Admiral Thrawn was going to show up and just like fuck some shit up, and then we're going to all end up in prison. And everyone was like, and that's how they were going to close out and, and open up with season three is like the five of them trying to guess. figure out how to get out of prison. You know, like uh, so you got Mando, Fett, Fennec. Bo-Katan and the other Night Owls that were with them, like, them getting out of prison, like, opening for season three. But who the fuck expected Skywalker to show up at the end and just blast through all of these fuck and cut his way through all of these dark troopers <laughs> and your favorite fucking part where he just, like, that last one, he just, like, crushes. Yeah, he takes he just, the like, dark he's trooper. He's like, no, I'm done just with you. And crushed just crushes him like it. a fucking beer can. Yeah, <laughs> it was so awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like how all the security cameras just kind of pointed at his back, too. You just see the Jedi robe and... You see the green lightsaber at some point, and then you know at that point you're like, "Well, who else? It's maybe it's not him. Who else could it be? Who else? Who else has the green yeah, lightsaber?" Well, it, like I said, <laughs> like the green lightsaber was Luke when he built his own. But I thought I was like, maybe it could be Mace Windu. Like he lost a hand, he lost his purple. It did show saber. a robot hand. It, it did, did show, show a robot, robot hand, hand and that is the same hand that Windu has cut off in Revenge of the Sith. But it's why his, would it be right him hand. over Luke? But because you never know which which Jedi they're going to decide to bring back, I thought Ahsoka Tano might even show up like last minute. That's what I thought. You know, I did think that because I didn't think Luke would be the one to come back for the baby Yoda, dude. When when that fucking X wing, that old school seventies fucking X wing, yeah, comes like cruising through, and I'm like, yo, that looks like Red Five. <laughs> that looks like Red Five. <laughs> And like, and it was. He comes through, and he just he's like the green lightsaber throws up, and at one point you can see the flash of his belt buckle. I didn't catch that, but yeah, you can you can see the flash of his belt buckle pretty clearly. At one point, I thought his hood goes down too, and it looked like he had long hair, but I think it was just a little like camera angle. The hood was still up, but I was like, maybe it's older Luke, but 
I th- I thought well I, at first I I thought maybe like Obi Wan but I was like no Obi Wan was d- dead at the Gone. end of uh, New Hope, and so this was like twenty years after that, or give or take I don't remember the the timeline off the top of my head. I figured it either had to be Luke, or they were gonna bring in a new character, or some other random Jedi that may have survived. Yeah, you know a new one that you'd never really seen. But yeah, just cutting his way through, crushing that last dark trooper like a fucking beer can, and then walking <laughs> through and being like, "You're like, I, yeah, yeah." You're like, I, I don't even remember what I said at this point. I was just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like R two shows up, he's just like, "All right, little baby Yoda." Like, yeah, that was cool. He does his little, <laughs> yeah, he does his little like strut over. He's just like. He doesn't want to go with you. Well, he wants your permission. Yeah, you know, he's just asking for you he to sh- say yes. <laughs> oh, and then DJ takes his helmet off at the end. You know, like that that last, like, I want to see your face, Dad, before I go. Oh. I did think he took his helmet off too much in this in this series. It should have well, been like a, okay, one time maybe we'll show you. I think. Like the one time they tell you Baby Yoda's name. They're like, well, maybe it happened. Maybe. Get over it. But I also think that. But this time they're just like, you know, Mandalorians. Think, think about the, the evolution of of a band. You know what I mean? Like they start out one way and end up evolving over time and albums and producers and engineers and finding a new sound in the end. Like for him, it started out with him being hardcore about. The Mandalorian code, and now he's grown emotional attachments to this foundling, this young baby Yoda child that he's been charged with serving, but finds oh, yeah. himself like totally emotionally connected to. So that changes a totally person. bonded. Yeah, totally bonded. Like, and that changes a person. Like, he's like, you know what? I don't care what I have to do now at this point. I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure this child stays safe. And if that means taking my helmet off and going against my code, like I'm going to step up and I'm not going to be no deadbeat dad. I'm going to take understand my helmet that. off. But I think he should have stuck to the code just a little more, or maybe they didn't need Dude, to show him. You had that the whole <laughs> first season. He was so hard on it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's the, so it's hard the way. It. That is the way. That is the way. <laughs> that is the way. But I mean, but it did make for a good episode with Bill Burr. A great, I fucking love Bill Burr. A great man. episode, kind of centered around Bill Burr's I'm, character. I'm so glad that they went back and brought back um, Bill Burr's character. It was Mayfield. one of my favorite scenes of the whole season when oh. he calls him out and says, "Well, you know, oh yeah, what is the way? They're, they're is sitting, it? They're, they're sitting in the Rhydonium transport. Do you not show your face, so, or yeah. do you not remove your helmet? So, so <laughs> here, here's my here, here's my my." impersonation of Bill Burr. Like, so, uh, I, uh, I, I don't understand the procedure here. Do you, uh, you can't show your face or are you like, you're not allowed to l- take your helmet off. Like, I don't, I don't understand what the difference is, <laughs> you know, just calling him out just on calling it for him out wearing out a stormtrooper mask. <laughs> and the fact that he just stays so fucking silently stoic and doesn't shows you that it got under his skin. Yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't even move. Like he doesn't say a word. He doesn't move. Can't he's just, react. He's just he's like, like oh. God damn it. He's well, like, 
But the actor, like the person inside, like Pedro Pascal, or um, is that the, the guy's name that's, that plays him, or is that the guy that plays? I'm so bad with actors. I'm I'm so I bad with names too. Uh, but the, the the actor that plays him mm-hmm. is probably trying not to laugh so hard because it's Bill Burr just yeah. being fucking <laughs> Bill Burr. Um, yeah, that was a great scene. And his monologue, basically, like he basically has a monologue with himself to ha- in that conversation with with the Mandalorian. It's so funny, and he takes his helmet off, no problem, just saluting the troops, saluting him. Yep, and he's like, like fuck you, yeah, I'm do doing this. Do you see how well he portrays like awkwardness? <laughs> he's great. He's just like, I don't like people could see my face. I don't know what to do with myself. And I kind of thought he was just gonna have a little bit of a cameo. But no, they they put a lot of focus into him in this second season, and I appreciated it. I do too. I I really <laughs> like the uh, the the conversation that uh, uh, Mayfield has with uh, Valen Hess. He's like, "Oh yeah, was it was it good for all their families? Was it good for their kids yeah. in that village? <laughs> you know?" And then he fucking shoots him. Totally <laughs> deserved. He's like, "Ah, oh, what a great episode!" But the finale, Luke. Fucking Skywalker shows up at the end. Yep, that that'll ruin it for everybody that hasn't tuned out yet. But. Holy, <laughs> holy shit balls! I mean, who else was gonna do it? Like, I, it it could have been any one of a number. It could it could have been, but it wouldn't have been as exciting. I mean, watching Luke Skywalker fuck up the what are they called dark troopers, the dark troopers with the force. Oh, so yeah. nice. Oh. When he yeah, crunches the last ourself, one. But like, like, <laughs> crunching the last one like a beer can, dude. <laughs> that was the best. No, but when you first see the dark troopers come out, and when oh, they're yeah. the, like, like, the cargo shit, carrier. Like, like hardcore like Terminator vibe. Yeah, they're when they're like stuck in the cargo carrier or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to bust through the door to fight Mando, and he just... Punching him in the helmet in the face, him, like right <laughs> repeatedly. In the fucking head. You know, <laughs> so good, and it starts to like go through the wall, and like yeah, he's break, breaking <laughs> pipes, and you're just like, holy shit! Yeah, it was very Terminator. It was very, very Terminator. <laughs> I definitely got like a, I wouldn't say like original Terminator, or Terminator Two, but I got more of like the the later remakes, like the J.J. Abrams style. Uh, that wasn't the first time I kind of got some Terminator vibes from the series, though. I remember the uh, the episode with I don't remember the nurse bot's name, but it was like first it was a bounty hunter. Oh, IG Eleven. Yeah, and then it was turned into the nurse bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IG Eleven. And then when they're on the boat going through the canal of lava. Oh yeah. And it has to. Well, there's no outcome where I survive, so I must self destruct. You know, it just like walks down the thing of lava. lava. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that's pretty Terminator, right there. Yeah, that is pretty Terminator. (laughs) But and I like, definitely thought that they could have survived with him in that episode. I was like, come on. There was like maybe a dozen stormtroopers that can't I, hit a fucking you know, soda I can. Th- <laughs> I had that same thought the other day about like how there have been so many introductions of characters that have lasted like two episodes. And then they kill off. Yeah. Um, the guy that taught him how to ride um, the uh, the creatures whose name I can't think of the name of off the top yeah. of my head. But they show up a bunch. They're in the Clone Wars series. They're in Mandalorian um, that was a sad one when they got him, man. Stormtroopers got him on I the know. speeders. I know. <laughs> like, it's just like, man, I want that old man to hang around. He seems yeah. like a lot of fun. Like, I want to drink a beer with that dude. You know, they hang out, got smoke him? a pipe. <laughs> yeah. 
fucking got him. <laughs> that was a sad one. It was a sad one. And they got the baby Yoda. I But then that following scene, I don't know if it was the next episode or same one, was one of the funniest scenes as well. When the two stormtroopers are trying to shoot the beer can or soda can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just points at it. And it's maybe fucking from me to you. And he misses. Oh, it's so, <laughs> and so the other good. one does it and misses too. She's like, eh, something wrong with this thing. I was like, way to point out the stormtrooper accuracy. <laughs> I love I love all the throwbacks to um like the Wild West sequences. You know what I mean? Where like they show Mando's hand by like his gun on his head. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's things like that. Or uh, like the Indiana Jones kind of uh, references a bit, where like the gun jams and he like throws it at the guy. Oh and yeah, like, we we'll just the fucking gun is a bat now. <laughs> yeah, the gun turns into a bat. Yeah, but man, I I tell you, and by the way, this this finale episode, what a bunch of badass women that just go into Gideon's cruiser and just decimate. Yep, you know, like Cara Dune's fucking gun jams at one point and she just swings it around like a fucking baseball bat and just taking out troopers. Fennec is on point. To this day, I'm like, why do stormtroopers even use guns? Like, (laughs) it's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. In the time that she's sitting there trying to fix her gun, getting shot at, you know, she won't be hit because they couldn't fucking hit a soda can. <laughs> that's, that's that's another thing is like, okay, so the people on our side don't ever miss and stormtroopers can't hit the broadside of a fucking 30-foot bar but wall. That's Star Wars. That is Star Wars, that's true. But they but, definitely I mean, they, emphasized it but in the Mandalorian. It's, it's just like there's though. always they there, pointed it out There's more always more. an exhaust port to blow up. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> the, there's there's always something the empire doesn't Stupid, the Empire doesn't think of, like, you know, target practice for stormtroopers and securing all of their thermal exhaust ports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they boarded no, the we, ship the same way, we gotta, you know? We got to put this shit into uh, to, to armament, you know? Like, put it into to helmets and, tech and communications, which don't work half the fucking time. <clears throat> oh, it's so good. I'm so glad that this series was created, and kudos to you, John Favreau, and all the directors. Um, it was great. Casting that you guys have done with The Mandalorian. Holy fuck. I was so happy to see Boba Fett back in it. An- another favorite of mine, too. Because, I mean, when you watch, like, the first episode of the first season, you're like, is that Boba Fett? Is Mandalorian about Boba Fett? Is it about Jango Fett? <laughs> and then eventually you're like, okay, it's it's not them. And then it's Boba just Fett a Mandalorian. shows up at the end of season one. And then one. season two, they're like, oh, well, I know it's not Boba Fett, but here he is. <laughs> and we just happen to throw his armor in there, and he comes and so gets good. it. Surviving the Sarlacc pit, getting eaten by a crate dragon. And I love how he got his armor fully repaired and painted but still left the little fucking <laughs> <laughs> the dent in the helmet. Yeah, you couldn't fix the dent in the helmet, He's but like, you got if, a fresh paint job. If I didn't have that hole, you wouldn't know who I am. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm waiting to see if uh, maybe in the next season if Din gets his drop-down fucking scope thing and gets his fucking missile pack, you know, because there's, there's only a few of them that we've seen. Well, and- what happened to him? Because they were in... The earlier episodes of the second season. Uh, 
he doesn't have he has his jetpack, but he doesn't have the missile launcher on the back. So Boba Fett and uh Bo Katan and a few others, like if you notice they'll they have that flip down. Yeah. And I think that has to do with the missile launcher on the top of their rising Phoenix Phoenix jetpacks. And but the guy that had the armor, the impersonator dude that wasn't the Mandalorian, he had it. Yeah, but that was all Boba Fett's armor. Oh, so you're talking about Mando. Yeah, I'm talking about Mando. I thought you were talking about Boba Fett. No, 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 no. My Ma- mistake. Ma- Mando himself. I was like, what happened yeah, to him? No, 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 DJ. Um, I think it's an earned, kind of like he would, how he had to earn the jetpack. The jetpack. And he had to earn the um, the uh, the mudhorn. Yeah. Does he still have the jetpack? Mm-hmm. Because the he, ship blew up. Right. But he takes it off during that fight in chapter 14. No, 15. Does he? He takes it off during that fight right before they take. Because um, I remember when the ship blew up, I thought, I was like, there's like the jetpack was on there. What happened to it? It doesn't but, ever show him <laughs> grab it other than the, uh, the, the spear. So in episode 14, he takes it off to fight the incoming stormtroopers. Before the dark troopers take off with Grogu, yeah, and he sets it in his ship, doesn't he? No, he sets it on the ground by a ro- by a boulder behind oh, a boulder. Okay. So in chapter fifteen, you see him with it back. He doesn't really use it much, but you see him with it back. And then in the finale, you actually he's got all of his shit because yeah. he uses that spear to fucking manhandle that fucking dark trooper yeah, right after the throat getting it, fucking <laughs> kind of pushed around for a while by himself. Yeah, I I definitely recall him keeping the spear. But after his ship blew up, I thought, I was like, either they're just going to skip over that or it blew up in there and it doesn't nope. really show it. Because he no, doesn't no, no, no. use it after that. It shows him wearing it and taking it off, but he never uses it. No, I don't think he uses it much after that, but he definitely, in uh, chapter 15 and 16, you do clearly see him wearing it again. Yeah, and it's kind of just a with... backpack to hold the spear. <sighs> and the noise it makes when he like pulls it off, it's just like, <laughs> sling! Yeah. He's just like, okay, let's do this, and he fights Gideon with the fucking Darksaber. That fight did not end how I thought it was going to. I I like how it played out, but I thought that, the spear was going to either melt and bend or break or get too hot to hold or something, but no. I'm definitely going to have to rewatch the episode because it happens real fast and all of a sudden he has the Darksaber out of Gideon's hands. Well, he knocks it out of his hand when he hits him to the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> but then, you know, the whole Mandalorian code where it's it now belongs to... Uh, yeah. It now belongs to... Mando. To Mando and not Bo-Katan because he won it in battle, which is the theory and story behind how the uh, the Darksaber is supposed to change hands. I'm curious if there's any truth to that or if it's just what they believe and they're so gung-ho about their beliefs that they just won't. I, I think it's I think you it's think a combination of if she would have grabbed it, it would have like... Like kind of when he was trying to grab the baby Yoda out of the little force there, but no, I th- I think it's it's more of an honor an honor thing. Like, like they just say that ain't yours, and you fucking know it. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. win a fight, you didn't earn it, so you don't deserve it. 
It's like, oh, someone just gave but that they to you. Could. Well, because because the Mandalorians are known as uh, a warrior race. Ma- Mandalore is known as a warrior race. Hence why I think he shouldn't have took his mask off as many times as he did in the season. But again, the whole thing about like feelings and Disney. family and yeah. Disney, you know, <laughs> and Disney. Womp, womp. Listen, we can only be so mad at that because they're giving us so much entertaining stuff to watch. Like, now that The Mandalorian's done until this time next year, okay, like, we're not getting another Mandalorian until Christmas next year. Yeah, it's going to be a while. But there is so much other shit about to come out. We've got the Ahsoka series, Obi-Wan, A Droid Story, Lando, The Bad Batch, all of the, like, and it just goes on and on. Marvel is releasing a bunch of series. Like, we're going to have so much other stuff to talk about in between the yeah, end of the Mandalorian. Yeah, we have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have so much stuff to talk about between the end of this masterful season produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau of The Mandalorian and season three of The Mandalorian, which will be masterfully crafted in this same way, that we're going to get all this other great shit in between, and I cannot fucking wait, dude. It's gonna be good. I cannot fucking wait. I'm, I'm still pumped on that last episode. I I want to watch it again after after we wrap up. I think that's gonna should, happen. I think that's we should. Gonna happen. We should like <laughs> me, you, and your wife should sit down, have some dinner, and watch that episode again. Yeah, she didn't get to see it, and uh, she. I think she's watching it in the other room now to get caught up because she was at work and we had the day off. But nice. Hopefully, we didn't spoil too much. For her. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not talking too loud for you to hear what we're talking about. Ouch. Sorry, I'm just super excited about this. It, oh, what a good what a good way to wrap up this season. And I did it perfectly. I rewatched season one and then got right into season two. So it was all caught up and it was all fresh. That's the way to do it. What uh what did, what did you first think about like watching the Mandalorian like uh in the beginning like when you first watched like the first couple of episodes I was super excited that they were doing a Boba Fett show I was like this is going to be about Boba Fett before I even saw <laughs> any episodes cuz Boba Fett's my favorite character I mean the Clone Wars was my favorite movie <clears throat> so so then, how, you need. I was to, like, "This is going to be about you Boba Fett." Need to watch the Clone Wars animated series. I haven't seen that. Then, you, then you need to watch it. I know. I need to. <laughs> My wife doesn't like the animated shows as much. Don't worry, I'll change that. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was going to be about Boba Fett, and then. That's what I thought the whole season. I was like, is it or is it not Boba Fett? That's all I want to fucking know. Like, this is Boba Fett with new armor. And then finally they start telling you. They're like, okay, well, here's the story. Or here's the timeline. (laughs) This person's this guy, you know, and it can't be Boba Fett. And then you finally get into the second season and you're like, okay, well, Boba Fett's armor's a thing. There that is. So that's what I was focused on. I was like, just fucking make a Boba Fett show. So end, I was super end the, excited. End of the first season, he shows up with that fucking uh, uh, that long distance rifle and the gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. 
and you're just like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> you're like, it's happening. <laughs> and then they open up. You know, he meets, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Um, the guy that has Boba Fett's armor. Oh, the actor's name? Yeah, I don't it, even know what his character's it's, name it's, is. But. Um, so Timoth- Timothy Oliphant, I think it is his actor's name. Yeah, I don't I, even know. I, I forget but. the name of the character he plays. It's some something... But he's like the fucking the sheriff of yeah, the, the town. Yeah, sh- the sheriff of the town. And it's, I mean, well, granted, he's using the armor for a good reason. And he, he procured it off a bunch of jobs. To look cool, yeah. Not but, knowing <laughs> that it came off, you know, Boba yeah, Fett, who's who still alive. Have. You're like this fucking, it has a jetpack with rockets. You know, why wouldn't you use it? Of course. Well, oh, you get yeah. that from dude, some Jawas? If I, yeah, yeah, if I was able to buy that off some Jawas, <laughs> I would totally fucking rock that shit, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but Boba Fett slow playing it so he gets his armor back properly and doesn't just go and, like, murder this dude to, like, get his family's shit back because it belonged to his dad. What was the name of the the giant sandworm? It was. Did that thing have a name? The Krayt Dragon? Is that what it's called? Wait, which which giant sandworm? Uh, they fucking spent a whole episode trying to kill with the sand people and yeah, the crate dragon. Crate dragon. Yeah, the crate dragon is the only thing that can eat a sarlacc, which is potentially how Boba Fett survived. Is that crate dragon or a crate dragon? Yeah, ate this came along and ate the sarlacc that Boba Fett was in. At some point, and Boba Fett was able to get himself out, and that great dragon died. And however, Crazy. I never even put pieced those together. Yeah, and how, <laughs> and he may have gotten like separated from his armor, and somehow the Jawas ended up with it. Yeah, and he's just been trying to get it back ever right. since. Or maybe he had to get out of his armor to get out of, and happened know, to his, find it at a pristine time. Yeah, but you saw how messed up it was before he took it to the paint store. Yeah. Before he went and looked around Sherwin-Williams. It was just some paint. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely didn't seem to care to fix the dent in the helmet. <laughs> it just wouldn't be Boba Fett's helmet without it. Yeah, well, that's fair. It fits better that way. I mean, way. look at it. It's in the Christmas ornament. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even your Christmas ornament is painted right, but it has the dent still in it. That's fucking hilarious. Well, yeah, we've uh, we've spoiled the whole episode, so I can't wait. I really, I really cannot wait for everyone to finish watching the season finale of The Mandalorian, so we can all nerd out on it. Talk about Luke Skywalker again. Talk about Luke Skywalker showing up. Like what the flying fuck balls? I mean, holy force balls! The fucking dark saber, so awesome. Dark Troopers, so awesome. Oh. The fucking dubstep music it plays when it introduces them. I was like, oh, these guys are going to be badass. <laughs> yep, some shit's about to go down. I love how at that one scene where he like lets him out into space, I'm like, does anyone else remember that they came from outer space the first time we yeah, saw them? Yeah, just eject. And yeah. then, and oh, well, oh, you know, yeah. they can fly still, so get ready to see these guys later. Did you forget they're robots and they can fly <laughs> in outer space? Oh, 
But they were punching through the fucking door, so temporary, you know. Yeah, the the red eyes, it was just it was very terminator to me, as as I've mentioned before in this episode. We keep repeating ourselves. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it either. I liked it. It was dope. You know, oh their spot had its terminator so scene much, too. So much Star Wars porn <laughs> in this episode. Like we got to see okay, first of all, we got to see the Darksaber again. We got yeah. to see Luke Skywalker post Return of the Jedi, still young, green lightsaber with R two D two. Yeah, R two D two in there too. Crossing paths with Bo Katan, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Fennec, and Moff Gideon. Like just like, it, it was only it's eight like episodes. It's like a Star Wars orgy. Eight episodes only. They did so much. Oh my god! Like and, and just the way like, I can't and, wait to see. And they put Bill Burr in it. And they found <laughs> a way to write Bill Burr into it, among other people. Yeah. But Bill fucking Burr. <laughs> what a great character Mayfield was. What a great character he was. And that episode where he's just driving. Taking the helmet off. Oh yeah, talking yeah, shit. We, we, we've talked about. We talked. It about was this very early. similar just to his. So good. His uh, his YouTube series that he does, where he's yeah. just driving around, and just car. It's not comedians in cars getting coffee. That's Seinfeld. no, that's Seinfeld. Yeah, but it's yeah, very yeah. similar to that. It's him just road raging with a celebrity in the passenger seat. Oh come on, you gotta be fucking kidding me! There's <laughs> a lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I really wish that it like it wasn't on Disney Plus because Bill Burr. Would have been like a hundred percent Bill Burr with like throwing in curse words, <laughs> not like, holding back. Yeah, like especially like, wait, Way are you, are you seriously letting me the fuck out of here? Because I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Oh my god, it was so good. But yeah, I think we've thoroughly exhausted. We've accomplished ruining the episode for people. Oh, that watching, that is definitely so. for sure. And what a great series! If you haven't seen it. Go watch it. If you've already listened to this episode to this point, I can't believe you're still listening. If you haven't watched any of The Mandalorian, you're out you've of your just fucking mind. Hard. You're out of your fucking mind. Um, but yeah, go on Disney Plus, watch that shit. It's such a good series. Um, and I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. Yeah, I think so. It's a good place to wrap up. It's time for All cheeseburgers right. and beer. You're absolutely right. Well. Go check us out and follow us on Instagram. You can find us at um, at Nerd Universe Podcasts. Uh, my personal Instagram is at cousin underscore T. Yeah, mine is um, at Tnality, all capital, lowercase i. Come at me. Find me anywhere. He's still waiting for one of you suckers to come at him on the gaming world. Go find yeah, him on Xbox. Yeah, everyone's too scared. Too scared. Too scared, huh? Too afraid? <laughs> too afraid? And uh, one of these days we'll get a Patreon up and a bunch of other things. But uh, in the meantime, you can find us on all the hosting platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the things. And uh, we want to thank you guys for listening in. And uh, this will be the wrap-up for 2020. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year until, uh, to everyone. 2021. We will be back sometime in early 2021, continuing Season 1. Yep. 
Ready on. Thank you, guys. Later. Fuck yeah, drop that beat. Perfect.